Rusty Quill presents. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The thing about Wolford is that it's been abandoned for more than 150 years. The ghosts here are probably getting bored, waiting for anyone to show up. Elijah looked up at us with his big brown eyes, scanning our expressions for a response. Or they have been until this weekend, at least. There are no records of anyone offering ghost tours through Wolford, much less letting guests stay overnight in the old inn like we're doing. <laughs> I hope you're all prepared for the fright of your lives. He made an attempt to say this last part in a sinister tone, betrayed by his youthful features, his youth pastor demeanor, and his shoulder-length light brown hair. Elijah was supposed to bring us somewhere dangerous, that is what we all paid him to do, but looking at him, I couldn't think of him as capable of harming a fly. I tried being scared that he was too weak to protect us if something did happen, but I failed at that too. Elijah was the platonic ideal of harmless. 
During the day, we wandered through the town hall, through the empty town center, through the abandoned households, where people had been living peacefully one moment and disappeared or dead the next. It had been assumed, Elijah told us, that most in Wolford died, though it was hard to confirm anyone's re-emergence in a new town in the 1870s. He went on breathlessly about the disease that ravaged the town and the mass panic that resulted from being unable to contain it. To this day, it remains unclear what the actual symptoms even were. Every symptom of every ailment of any citizen of Wolford was considered part of the same disease. The most alarming recurring symptom was spontaneous and rapid ankylosing spondylitis, resulting in bones fusing together, leaving people aching and hunched until they were eventually frozen in place, unable to move at all. Elijah told these stories to us in a bright and comforting tone that he was unable to shirk in the daylight about a time impossibly far in the past. The disease, then the panic, then the violence, the quiet once all had died or vacated one way or another. It was all too far away, bleached clean by the sun. Our group was interested, not scared. Fear would have to wait until nightfall, once our senses left us more vulnerable. The sun had almost fully set when Elijah ushered us into the Wolford Inn for the evening. The inn had been quasi-faithfully restored in anticipation of the ghost tour revival of the town. It looked as though most things had been replaced with modern furnishings that had a rustic aesthetic, rather than repaired. Since we're the first group, we have the run of the entire place, Elijah explained. Pick any room you want. Pair off, or hell, all six of you can have your own rooms at different corners of the inn. There's more than enough room. Whatever you want to do, and feel free to explore as late as you want. I don't think anyone here will mind. The Wolford Inn has its own history of hauntings. And with that said, I will leave you all to it. Happy hunting. Elijah vanished behind an employee's only door, and the six of us were left to ourselves. None of us knew each other before coming to Wolford. We had all found the tour through different methods. Craig from Instagram, Allison from word of mouth, Madison from some ghost hunting Facebook group, and so on. I lived one town over from Wolford and saw flyers promising a thrilling and inexpensive vacation. The group looked around at each other, trying to decide whether or not to engage with the other strangers who we were now expected to be friends with. Madison was the first to take charge, approaching me with kindness. She was younger than me, in her mid-twenties with short blonde hair. She looked prepared, with a large camping backpack that was seemingly stuffed with specialized gear. Dorian, right? She asked. That's me, I answered. Wanna pair off for tonight? I've got an EMF reader, a ghost box, a thermal camera, all kinds of stuff. She turned her head, motioning towards her enormous backpack. I don't know if I believe in any of that, I said. Then all the more reason to hang out with me tonight, she said. Between you and me, I haven't gotten any of these gadgets to respond how they're supposed to. I might be becoming a skeptic too, she winked at me. I looked around at the others who were already following our lead and pairing off. I sighed. Fine, I said, but we better get haunted. I wasn't impressed by the town hall. Madison scoffed in solidarity. I know, right? Scarier things happen every day in every major city on Earth. Come on, 
Let's go find one of the good rooms before Craig or Allison find them. The rooms appeared to be largely the same, but we did find ourselves in a pretty nice room with a window view of the dirt streets of Wolford. By the time we got settled in, it was already too dark to see anything on the street. The lights from the inn were the only lights in town. Madison immediately set to unpacking. I do have a confession to make. I couldn't help myself, she said before pulling a stuffed teddy bear out of her bag. When I was buying all this stuff, I found the dumbest thing. Meet Scarebear. Scarebear is an EMF reader, a temperature gauge, and a vibration detector, and a stuffed teddy bear. Sold right alongside all of the stuff that we are supposed to use to determine if the spirits of the dead are walking among us. Treated like a legitimate tool to uncover the paranormal, it's like, do they even want to be taken seriously? I think they'd rather make some money, I replied. The teddy bear looked insultingly average, completely at odds with its presumed functions, an expensive children's toy. But imagine if we get killed by ghosts while a teddy bear is telling us that there's a ghost nearby. I think that we'd end up being ghosts haunting Wolford too, she said. I don't want to live forever and scare tourists, I groaned. Hey, I'm gonna go freshen up a bit. I feel caked in dirt after walking around in the dust all day. Fair enough, I'm gonna draw the blinds, turn Scarebear on, and get this party started. I brought some spell books too, just in case the ghosts don't want to come out and we want to try to drag them out, Madison said. And I brought the Shining in case we decide to give up. Sounds like a plan, I said, and entered the bathroom. The bathroom was claustrophobic, with just enough room for a toilet, sink, and shower. Indoor plumbing had clearly been added to the inn after the fact. I took a quick shower, changed into a fresh set of clothes, and brushed my teeth. It was as I was brushing my teeth that the door began to swing open slightly. Not funny, Madison. We don't know each other and I could have been naked in here. I called out with a mouthful of toothpaste. Madison didn't reply. I looked through the crack in the door and saw only darkness. Maybe it wasn't Madison. Maybe the door just didn't shut properly. I wouldn't put it past an old place like this to have issues like that. I spat out the toothpaste. Hey, should I get this light too? I asked, referring to the bathroom light. Again, Madison didn't respond, but I assumed that she did want all of the lights out. After all, we had been waiting for darkness all day, and it was finally time to experience it. I turned out the light, swung the door open, and took a step into the darkness of the room. I was immediately caught off guard as I felt myself take a step down into the room when there were no stairs there previously. I looked around frantically but saw nothing pitch dark. Not normal blinds drawn in a hotel room dark, as though I had stepped down into a cave. I was still within arm's reach of the door and reflexively reached back and grabbed the doorknob, trying to get my bearings. This was a prank. Madison was pranking me, or Elijah was, but how? I couldn't figure out yet. This isn't funny, what'd you do? I called out. My voice echoed more than it should have. I strained my eyes in the dark. Then, as though it popped into existence in front of me, I saw an illuminated form, bright white. I squinted, a bright white form as though perfectly cut out of the darkness around it. Shoulder-length hair. Elijah. He slumped forward unnaturally as he moved. If it was him. 
I wasn't sure where in space I was seeing. Suddenly he turned and looked at me, hunching even further over, brown eyes the only feature I could make out on his face. I couldn't tell how far away he was in the dark. It felt like he was gliding closer to me. I held on to the doorknob until suddenly I couldn't feel it in my hands any longer. Maybe I was the one gliding toward him. I couldn't feel my feet on the ground anymore. How do you do? There's a temperature change in front of you. Get out of the way, Dorian, Madison said. You're the temperature change standing in front of it. Stupid scare bear. We're never going to find a ghost like this. I looked around. I was standing in the middle of the hotel room. Madison, this might be an odd question, but how long have I been standing here? I asked. Only for a moment, Madison said. I did think it was weird how you didn't say anything. You okay? The blackout curtains make it really dark in here. I got a little disoriented myself. You didn't see anything, right? I asked. I wish, Madison said. You were just in the bathroom with the light. Do you have spots in your eyes? That makes more sense than what I thought I saw, I replied. Don't tell me the skeptic is already coming around, Madison said. No, not yet. Just my squishy little brain trying to turn patterns into people, I said. Oh, okay. Sit down then. You're in the way of Scarebear, she said. I sat down, cross-legged, beside her. If there is a spirit in the room with us tonight, show yourself, Madison called out to no one in particular. We're bored. Elijah says that you're probably bored. We have a lot in common. You probably rode horses a lot if you were alive 150 years ago. I was a horse girl. Dorian? Horses? Never ridden one, I replied. Well, spirit, we're going to ignore them, Madison said. We can put them on a ghost horse for their first ever ride. How does that sound? Sounds like we've got a hit, Dorian, Madison said. Well, now I'm anxious. Riding a ghost horse? I replied. What if I try to get on its back and I fall right through? We are the anchor to our form. I was startled by Madison's voice taking a different timbre. Feeling is a shadow of the real. The universe cannot be real and local. Action at a distance, a fragment of an idea from a future textbook. I looked over at her. She was glowing white, a cutout like Elijah had been. She did not illuminate anything else in the room. I could not see the beds, our bags, the scare bear. She leaned forward toward me or I leaned in towards her. We synthesize a structure to hang the anchor onto, being and becoming. A ghost is a key, it is a form, it is a key again, and then it is gone, and then it never was, and then it's 150 years, and then 80,000 years. They talk about us like they talk about rocks, because we are rocks. A key, and then a form, and then a key again. We used to slip under doors until there were no doors. The houses were demolished. A key in a lock, a lock on the ground, a door in the earth. Do you understand? Do you understand? Understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? Just a key. It is a form. Do you understand? It is a key. It is a form. It is a key. You understand? I tried to stand up, but Madison was holding on to my arm. Dorian, 
What's the distance? Halfway. Halfway to halfway. Halfway to halfway to halfway. Halfway to halfway to halfway to halfway. How are we getting there? Dorian, you are the worst at this, Madison said. You kicked it and now it thinks that a ghost is moving around. Madison, something happened just now, I said. Oh, you noticed? Do you want to talk about it? She asked. What do you mean, talk about it? Do you know what happened? I asked. (sighs) Unfortunately, data collection can get really rough at a distance, Dorian. Calibration is supposed to be completely stealth, odorless and colorless and all of that. But the reason we had to get you all the way out here is because we're just so far away. The signal's too broad from all the way out there, you know? And that's why it took six of us to focus the damn thing. But you were you were glowing white and you were saying strange things, I stammered. Of course I was, typical. And now you've got all these ideas about ghosts and stuff. So, uh, do you want to remember all this? I suppose that you can. I think it'd be poor hospitality to not let you choose. I sat, stunned by what had happened and how quickly it had receded away. You're the one who did all of that, I said. Well, not just me. We all did. I'm just the one in the room with you. You weren't supposed to go anywhere. (sighs) Elijah is going to get in a lot of trouble. She fiddled absentmindedly with the scare bear. What are you? I asked. Oh, uh, I'm Madison. Nice to meet you, Madison said. And we're sort of like, uh, like what you are in relationship to that teddy bear, I guess. I I don't mean to condescend, of course, but you're just as likely to understand us as scare bear is to understand you. What did you do to me? I asked. No, 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 nothing. There's more of you now, uh, in a different time and place, I guess, but you're fine. We didn't do anything to you, she said, a look of reassurance appearing on her face. I'm having a break with reality, I said. No, 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 uh, the opposite, actually. Are you scared? She asked. Of course I'm scared, I said. Okay, that's fine, that's normal. There are beings that can scare us like that too, but at least we know about them. How about this? We start over, give up this ghost horse shtick, and just go back to normal. How does that sound? Impossible, I said. I'm getting the hell out of here. I stood up. My legs felt like jelly, but I ran as fast as I could to the door. I had my hand on the doorknob. The rest of the evening was a bust. We laid on the hotel beds opposite each other and watched The Shining on the crappy television in the room. It was difficult to find it scary. The ghost hunting had been such a wash that it felt completely out of the question that anything of that nature could possibly exist. I fell asleep before the movie was over. I think Madison did too.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.